0: Hey friends, welcome to the end of September. This is the last reboot episode that I am doing. I hope that you've enjoyed all of these because I've had fun picking them and recording new intros and kind of just thinking about, you know, what... I wanted to be able to share with you in a different way this month, and I will be back on Sunday with a brand new episode and continue with brand new episodes after that. And so I'm so excited to share this last reboot episode with you about painful periods. This is one of the top things that women come to me with and i'm going to be sharing some really practical tips for you today on how to support these painful periods and i understand that so many women who have painful periods have always had these and so i want to encourage you that doesn't have to keep being your story and i also have the doors open right now to a brand new coaching program that i've never hosted before this is a very in-depth intimate group coaching experience that we will be starting at the end of October however i do have have some bonuses if you join before the end of September. And so I will be including a link in the show notes that you can apply for that program. It is application only, and you and I can chat personally and see if it's the right fit for you. But this program is specifically for women who have painful periods, who have PMS, who are struggling with energy. And a lot of times this is after babies, just feeling really depleted and not like yourself. And I want to help you not only fix those hormone problems, but actually increase your capacity in your life and in your body so that you can really step into the woman that you want to be this next year. And I'm doing this program over the holidays on purpose because I find that this is a time where stress is high. It's really easy to not nourish yourself, not take care of yourself. And instead of being the same story over and over that you walk into the new year and think, okay, now I've got to get it together. Now I've got to change some things. I want you to walk into this new year feeling so good and so confident with no, Doubt in your mind that you are doing the right things for your body and you don't have to start something new in the new year, but you actually are successful at going through the holidays and enjoying them without restriction, without overcomplicated meal plans, but just re- really being able to enjoy and be present where you are and actually heal your hormones at the same time. So, that is what this group coaching program is about. I cannot wait to see you inside. Please do apply if you're interested and we will set up a time to chat and make sure that it's the right fit for you. And I hope you enjoy today's episode and it helps your periods. Welcome to the happily hormonal podcast. Now, if you're a little iffy on whether or not the word hormonal is a good one, you're in the right place. All right, let's get into this. Let's talk about why periods are painful in the first place. So there can be multiple reasons for painful periods, of course, and I'm going to get into all of those. But what I have seen over and over again is that women who do have painful periods actually just a lot of times feel like it's normal. And so I want to let you know right now that if you have painful periods, it is absolutely possible for you to have a pain-free period. What I mean by a pain-free period is pain-free, like no pain. A lot of times that feels like it can be very far away. And if we're able to even reduce the pain to a certain extent, then that's great. But I do want you to know that a pain-free period is 100% possible. And a period that is really, really good, in my opinion, comes about every 28 to 30 days. Last somewhere around five days is moderate In bleeding, you do want to lose some blood. It is good for you to lose a little bit of blood and to regulate your iron stores. Our bodies were created to do that. And you want your period to not be super heavy with a lot of clotting or even like super, super light because you do want to be able to lose some of that blood each month. It is a part of your cleansing process as a woman. With that being said, the blood should actually be bright red at the beginning and bright red all the way to the end. If you're seeing some spotting before your period starts or if you're seeing some darker blood at the end of your period or even like brown blood at the end of your period, that is a sign that things are a little bit stagnant and that you're not actually getting a kind of like a fresh and clean blood flow every single month. And so that's just something to note. And what that looks like as far as pain is concerned, having a good period means that you bleed. You feel the blood come, you don't feel cramping, you don't feel pain, you don't have bloating, you don't have gas. You don't have random, terrible period poop, like none of those things have to happen. And so you truly can have a period where you just bleed and that's really all that happens. And so I just want to normalize that, that that can happen. That is possible for you. And it is something that we're going to very quickly start to dive into and figure out what are some of the root causes for you and how can you start to fix them? So when you have painful periods, number one, the thing that I look at is estrogen. Now, with that being said, I always say hormone balance or imbalance is not created in a vacuum. So estrogen is one of the hormones that often drives painful periods. And estrogen, just as a quick reminder, is a very necessary female hormone. We want to have estrogen. We want to have the right amount of estrogen. And estrogen should rise in the beginning of your cycle or closer to the middle of your cycle to its peak so that you can ovulate. And it triggers the other hormones that are needed for ovulation. Now, where we run into trouble is when you are making too much estrogen or you're not actually able to remove the estrogen from your body effectively. And a lot of times, unfortunately, in our toxic world, our livers are not able to effectively get rid of estrogen. And maybe our guts are a little bit of a mess, like I talked about on one of our recent episodes. And so with that being said, estrogen, a lot of times the detox pathways are not there for estrogen to be moved out of the body really effectively. Now, what that means is that it builds up, it gets stuck in our tissues and we can have a lot of estrogen dominance symptoms like painful periods. Iron is another factor in painful periods. Iron can be inflammatory to the tissues. Now, again, we need iron as well and we need it in the right amounts, but a lot of us actually have excess iron because of things that we've done in the past, like eaten fortified foods that are high in synthetic irons. We have, and what I mean by that is like, Brains are one of the most fortified foods, but also every single supplement (laughs) that you take almost can have iron in it, but especially prenatals that we're told are really good for us. And lots of multivitamins have iron. A lot of us have been told to take extra iron just because we're women and we're bleeding. But the truth is that there is a lot of misunderstanding around iron and anemia, and that oftentimes it is just iron dysregulation. You can actually have excess iron stored in your tissues because you only need about one milligram of iron per day to actually maintain your iron stores because especially as women, our iron recycling systems are so incredible and they work so well that they actually recycle the rest of the iron that we need daily. Now, with that being said, we have birth control pills are another way that we get iron when we're taking supplements, when we're eating fortified foods, which most of us, I would assume, actually grew up doing all of those things. And with that being said, we have a lot of iron. In our tissues, a lot of times, and so excess iron in the tissue can actually work in synergy with estrogen, and you can have excess iron and estrogen in your body, which can cause more inflammation and more bleeding because your body is actually trying to get rid of that iron, and so that can cause cramping with heavier bleeding and heavier periods. And then inflammation in your body in general can definitely cause issues with heavy periods or painful periods. And when there's inflammation, there's always a root cause of that inflammation a lot of times that root cause can be gut dysfunction. It can come from things like improper chewing, improper breathing, gut imbalances, bacterial imbalances in the body, and then toxins coming in, and especially just emotional and physical stressors. So all of those things can cause inflammation. And those are all things that I work on with my clients and with my students in Nourish Your Hormones, because We always want to make sure that your body is getting what it needs to make these hormones in appropriate amounts, as well as get rid of these hormones in appropriate amounts. And so much of that comes back to nourishment. And so much of our nourishment in this world that we live in is really not on par with what it needs to be to have happy hormones. And so that brings me to nutrient deficiencies, things like minerals, but also fat-soluble vitamins. We are so often depleted in these, especially as moms, but not even by any means exclusively as moms, as a mom, when you have a baby and when you, especially when you nurse that baby, but even when you're just having the baby and you don't nurse them at all, you lose up to 10% of your minerals that you give to your sweet little baby. That's beautiful. I love it. I'm so glad that I've given my minerals to my babies. And also my minerals need to be replenished because I've had three. And so with that concept in mind, you can think about depletion if you are a mom But also we can be depleted in minerals because of things like birth control. We can be depleted because of toxins and pesticides in our foods. We can be depleted because of physical and emotional stress. We burn so many more minerals when we're under stress. And so, so many of us are deficient in minerals and minerals are needed for so many of the enzyme reactions in our body. And so when we realize that we actually need those minerals to be within range and we need our nutrients to be available in our bodies to make these hormones into detox these hormones appropriately. It really makes sense that basically there's a perfect storm against us when it comes to having hormone balance. And that's why we need focused and simple strategies to be able to not only replenish, but to support detox pathways and to just truly understand like where in the world these hormone imbalances are coming from in the first place. So those are some of the most common causes that I see for painful periods. And then there are also, of course, going to be the more obvious and severe cases of things like PCOS or endometriosis or uterine fibroids or ovarian cysts. Any of those things can cause irregular cycles, can cause painful periods. And I always want to go back to the concept that there is a why behind those things. So because you have endometriosis, because you have PCOS, Any of those things does not mean that this is not possible for you. It truly just means that your body has some imbalances that need to be addressed. And so much of it comes back to the four things that I've already talked about here. So let's get into some of my tips for painful periods. And I call this my painful period toolkit, and I cannot wait to share with you. Okay, so number one, I like to start with food. So if your blood sugar is imbalanced, if you have a lot of stress in your body, It is just going to be a given that your periods are going to be your monthly report card that tells you that things are not going well. So number one, I'm always going to go back to nourishment and you've got to be eating a reasonably whole food diet and eating consistently and getting your blood sugar balanced and getting enough food to even have a baseline to start with. So I am assuming if you were listening to this, that those things are in place. And if they are not in place and you're like, what in the world are you even talking about? I have a free workshop that I will link in this show notes today that you can listen to and get started. And then I would love to invite you to my course, Nourish Your Hormones, because I walk you through truly the step-by-step blueprint to nourish your body for happy hormones and to understand What other lifestyle factors are affecting your hormones and how you can change them in a way that is simple, sustainable, and doable wherever you are in your life right now. Now, if you feel like you are on track with nutrition and you're nourishing your body well, and you just need some support around how to deal with painful periods as you are in your healing journey, then one of my favorite things to start with is ginger, And this may sound too easy, but it truly can make a difference. Some of my favorite ways to get ginger in are just through like a ginger tea where you use raw ginger root and you boil that in water and maybe add a little bit of honey to it. I also really like an organic ginger ale that has real ginger in it and real cane sugar. I think that can be a really good option to have on hand for a day where you're having a painful period. And then golden milk is one of my favorite recipes too, because that contains ginger as well as turmeric. And it can be just really warm and really nourishing for your body on day one or the first couple of days of your period. When you're thinking about dosing for ginger and turmeric, again, this is not going to be a dosing recommendation for everyone. I'm going to give you a little bit of a range and you're going to need to just make your own determination of what works for you. But a recommended range is somewhere between one and two grams of ginger. If you're doing a supplement, or you can use up to an inch of a raw ginger root. Those are kind of like the general recommended doses. And then somewhere around a teaspoon of turmeric if you are using the powdered form, like organic powdered turmeric. You can also use the fresh turmeric root. And you can really kind of go a couple times a day on both the ginger and the turmeric, especially on days where you are coming into your period. Hey friends, sorry to interrupt, but I have something new and free for you. So it's going to be worth it. I just created a private pod course that is going to teach you all about how to actually balance your blood sugar for happier hormones and more stable moods and energy. And I'm giving away the first two episodes completely free. All you have to do is sign up and grab those and you will have complete access right away. Your link is in the show notes and I will see you in there. There's been some research done that has actually shown that turmeric daily the week before your period can also help with PMS symptoms, which is really interesting. So I think both ginger and turmeric can be used a couple of days before your period, as well as the first couple of days of your period. I will always give the caveat that both the specifically ginger, but ginger and turmeric, because of their anti-inflammatory properties, sometimes can increase bleeding. So definitely talk to your practitioner or use your own really good judgment when it comes to having heavy periods and using ginger or turmeric. But in most cases, women have seen actually an improvement in bleeding and in cramping with ginger and turmeric in my experience and in the studies that I've read. So ginger and turmeric are some of my favorites and you can truly just do those in your food or you can do supplements. It's totally up to you. And I would recommend trying a couple of different things for a couple months before you throw those out the window and say that they don't work for you because they really can make a difference. I also really like to recommend doing warming foods only for the first couple of days of your period. And I have my own personal experience that after my third baby, my postpartum cramps, those first couple of days got significantly better when I only ate warm or room temperature foods and got significantly worse when I ate cold foods. And this is not something that I just made up. Other women have reported that as well. And so this can help. In the first couple days of your period, and so some of my favorite warming foods that are going to be really nourishing are things like soups and broths, and even warm drinks with milk or warm teas. Herbal teas can be so soothing and refreshing for the body, and so thinking of those type of things in the first couple of days of your period can be really helpful as well. I also really like body work for period cramps, and so one of the reasons is because when your hips are really tight and you're holding a lot of tension. In the muscles, in the tissues, and the fascia, in your hips, you can have more stagnation in your uterus, and you can also have more inflammation in that area. And so being able to open that up is really, really ideal. So some of my favorite things to do, and this is ideal in the couple of days before your period starts, especially, or even throughout the month to work on your flexibility and on the blood flow to this area. But things like hip stretchings, so are really like doing like pigeon pose, or runners pose things like that can be really helpful for opening up your hips there are plenty of youtube videos you can look up for that i also really like getting a chiropractic adjustment within a couple of days before my period and or even doing a massage or like a foam roller or something like that on your lower back and on your hips so that can be really helpful as well and i know that as women we all kind of intuitively know that a heating pad or a warm bath can be really soothing but something that i actually really like to prevent period pain is castor oil packs. And back in episode 15, I talked about estrogen detox tools. And one of those that I talked about more in depth was castor oil packs. So I'd love for you to go back and listen to that if you missed that episode. And especially if you're listening to this episode on painful periods in general, definitely go back to episode six where I talked about estrogen dominance and episode 15, where I talked about how to detox estrogen. I have talked about it in many other episodes too, but those are the two. Most specific ones. So definitely go back to those because there will be a lot more tools and support there for you as well. I always also get asked about supplements, like what supplements can help with painful periods. And while I never want to have a supplement first approach, there are a few that I have heard have really helped some of my clients and some other women that I know. And so you can definitely look into homeopathy for painful periods. I would highly recommend actually talking to someone who is trained in homeopathy because homeopathy is very specific. And so if you have big symptoms, they can give you a specific remedy. And that's usually how it works well. In my experience, just going to the grocery store and getting like a homeopathic remedy for menstrual cramps doesn't necessarily work the same as having someone make a protocol specifically for you. So that is something that you can look into and that can be really helpful. I also really like the tincture from Earthly that's called Ease the Ache. I have had several clients and friends use that and say that they felt a difference in their cramping because of that supplement. And then I also really like cramp bark that can be used to help reduce cramping, or things like arnica can be helpful for that as well. So, all of those can be tools that are used on the side, but I always want to just remind you and go back to the fact that there is going to be a why behind these painful periods. And so if you are in this place of just like what is happening with my period, I didn't even know that there was a reason for painful periods, or I kind of thought it had to be this way. And that's where I always would recommend getting some help and getting some support and doing a little bit more of a deep dive, because there are so many reasons that I find for my clients for these painful periods. And they can go back to the estrogen and the iron and the gut stuff and the inflammation that I talked about and the mineral deficiencies. And with that being said, that's a huge range of things to just try to figure out on your own. So that's where I recommend you know, working with someone one-on-one with my clients. I do functional lab testing. We look at their hormones, we look at their minerals, we look at their gut, and we really dive in deep to be able to figure out, you know, what are these root causes for you? And what are the things that we can do really specifically for you in your lifestyle and with where you are right now to start making things better right away? And let's see what we can work on in the short term and the long term, because none of the things that I do are actually a quick fix, but there are some things that can start to improve symptoms in the short term as we work on the big why in the long term. So I just always want to encourage you and remind you. That knowing that there's a why behind these symptoms is actually so empowering and that birth control is the only option that we're usually given for painful periods or for irregular periods or really any hormone symptom or symptom we have as a woman overall. And birth control is always just going to mute those symptoms. Now, if you choose to take birth control, that is 100% up to you. I fully support your informed decision and I want you to know that just because it sometimes makes the symptoms better, it doesn't mean that it's supporting the why and that it's getting rid of the problem. It truly is just usually putting a Band-Aid on it. And then that problem can continue under the surface and kind of just be boiling along until it comes up again and becomes a problem again in the future, maybe when you're off birth control. And the other thing that is offered so many times for a remedy for painful periods or for heavy periods, especially with endometriosis or even PCOS, in the picture is surgery. And a lot of times we get to that point where it feels like that's the only option and truly it is not the only option. And I think that there are so many other options that can be exhausted first. So I always just want to empower you and encourage you to be your own advocate and to truly start to dig into the why. And if you are not sure, then reach out and I will be happy to talk to you and help you you know, figure out what the next steps are for you so that again, so that you have the tools that you need to be able to improve your periods and start to feel so much better in your body. And really just to understand that your hormones are truly a gift that we have been given and we have the ability to create life with these hormones. And so when we are told over and over again that our hormones are a problem and that it sucks to be a woman, I think that that is 100% taking away our power that God has given us to create life and to enjoy the potential and the ability to do that as a woman. And so, when we give that power away, and when we buy into the narrative that our hormones and then our periods are cursed, and that there is something that we just have to deal with and not something that we can use to more deeply understand our body and to be connected with our intuition as a woman and with some of the wisdom that is truly innate to us, then I really do feel like we're missing out on some of what we were created to do and created to be. And so, I just want you to know that I 100% empathize with you if you're in a place where your periods are truly terrible. And that's literally why I'm here is to help support you and encourage you and help you to know that even if that's where you are right now, it doesn't mean that's where you always need to be. And so I am here cheering you on and I hope this episode has been helpful. So I will talk to you next week. Any information shared on this podcast is solely for educational purposes is not to be taken as medical advice or to be used as a diagnosis or treatment plan for any medical condition. I'm sharing my educated opinions and experience, but nothing shared here can be taken on a one-size-fits-all basis. We always recommend that you do your own research, talk to your own doctors, and take full informed responsibility for any health and medical choices that you make. Thank you so much for spending your time with me today for listening. And I hope that you were encouraged and learned something new. If you enjoyed this podcast, would you be willing to share it with a friend and to leave us a review? I believe that every woman deserves to understand her body and feel great in it. And you can help me in this mission by sharing the podcast. If you're also feeling like you're ready for the next step and you're really ready to dive in, in your hormone journey, my course, nourish your hormones is created specifically for you. It's a step-by-step blueprint to increase your metabolism, restore energy and have better periods and mood every single month. I would love to connect with you. So come over and join me on my Instagram page at Lisha Drews and send me a message. If you have questions or just want to tell me something that you enjoyed about this episode. I can't wait to meet you.